Hey, what's up, everybody? We're Yo. chilling here with Cal Rich what's just poppin'? to set the scene in the living room, covered in plants. Vibin'. Plants has been, house plants has been like the latest hobby around here. It's a yeah. vibe with both our girlfriends. What it, you got any favorites stand out to you right now, Truman? <clears throat> um, I like the the Monstera, that one. Yeah. I love how our conversation, we've been talking for like an hour before this, uh-huh. and I love how our conversation goes from uh, books and like life-changing stuff, and then now it's plants. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get, things. yeah, it's the small things, everyday mm-hmm. things. Cal, what you been up to? Dude, life's been a trip. Yeah, 100%. Life has been a trip, dude. When isn't it a trip? Yeah. It's Tell always... me about your art, bro. You've been creating some super sick stuff. Yeah, dude. I think... It's just a matter of uh, like wanting to nurture my creative side. Hundred percent. You know, be able to like really learn how to express myself like uniquely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really what it is. It's just like it's more of just a, uh, learning how to like tap into that spiritual side and express myself. Mm-hmm. And the best way to do that, in my opinion, is through art. Yeah. And through like creation. And art could be intertwined with whatever. Building businesses or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. It can be an art if it's done your way uniquely and originally. Yeah. You know? You put your own like But I'm broke. <laughs> like that shit. Retweet. Know? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, how it is. Dude, it's amazing. There's a real power. Yeah. There's, oh, I felt that power. There's a power for a long time. There's a power. Power's been training me in having a clean slate, and like starting over. Yeah. Because it's it's like I mean relating it to art, it's like having a, uh, a an empty, white an empty space. canvas. Yeah, an empty canvas to be able to now, like on some hand on some hand, if you're like if you've been working on a piece for two years, building a hypothetically building a business or something like that and you just lose it, there is a sense of loss. You know, you just lost this painting you've been working mm-hmm. on. But and then there's also, on the contrary, a, a, sense, new beginning. a sense of new beginnings that comes with it. Yeah. It's freedom. Yeah. Like, f- the freedom to do whatever. Like, you're not getting trapped into something for too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Identity, dude. That's something that I've thought about so much. Hmm. This how concept, so? This concept of identity, how we perceive ourselves, you yeah. know? We, we put ourselves in a position to listen, like, without even knowing it, to what other people want us to be. And once we put ourselves into something so heavily, whether it be a career or something or whatever, we market ourselves. We, yeah, we market ourselves this specific label. Yeah. yeah. And, and that label starts to bring uh, a bigger manifest to the table of, of that same thing. So... If you're this, you're going to become more of that to mm-hmm. the people. And, and your life is going to start to see, oh, this person wants to talk to me. And you're going to realize that they're wanting to have a conversation about what you're labeled as. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's good with what you're doing? You know, how's the this? How's the business? Or how's this? This is going to start to become your reality. And I feel like that's my, like, art is my exit from mm-hmm. that. Being able to just <clears throat> dip out and... Pave your own path. Pave my own path from and like dig your own path with a shovel. Cause yeah, cause Go I don't think no one else having has. a label is necessary, dude. Yeah. And how freeing is that? You don't have to commit to something. Totally. Like that. Yeah. You know? And that's what's dope about like like Joe Rogan, his podcast. 
is full of what he he's made his own lane of you know ufc and aliens and psychedelics and based on doing what he's interested in and expressing that through his platform i think that's so dope so dope dude and he doesn't need a label dude he's joe rogan yeah that's his label you want to be known not for what you do but who you are Yeah. yeah and Joe Rogan is known for who yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. You, yeah, you can't really, like, you just, like, because you, you can't really explain him. You, you just say, well, he, he's Joe Rogan, you uh-huh. know. But by saying that, you then put into, oh, like, UFC, psychedelics, all this stuff. But, like, he's built his own bundle of all that stuff. Because you wouldn't normally associate UFC with psychedelics with smoking weed and talking on a podcast. But uh-huh. he's been able well. to bundle all that stuff up uniquely not by having it like a plan in place from the beginning but more so like just innately being himself yeah you know and it created just organic organically it attracted other people like himself yeah. that have developed that. Dude, and, like fear factor back in the day yeah like, yeah. yeah but that type of stuff it's so <laughs> i feel like it's so scary for most people including myself to like to do that to like go out boldly in on your own way because like oh, yeah. if like in in life I feel like there's like uh like set paths that are beaten down that are more like clear like the the nine to like the go to school um go to college get a job then retire that is like a path in the woods that is beaten down to the bear where it's almost mm-hmm. paved at this point yeah. where you can be barefoot you can be walking on that thing you can be doing whatever you can be jogging uh going off into the left a little bit there's a path that is beaten down a little bit more of maybe like starting a business Mm -hmm. that's maybe still dirt you can still run on it uh and do all your stuff and it's like there's resources available online to start xyz business whatever there's tools there's mentors all stuff the scary part is when you go further to the left even more and you see the woods where there's nothing all like the what you have to and able to get through it, you need a machete. You're going to uh, run into some branches and get all bloody and you're going to be sweating all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But those are the people that like Jesus, Galileo, Newton that we we're talking about earlier are like the ones that really go out of their way. Mm-hmm. And like the people on the past are, past are looking at you saying like, bro, why are you in the middle of the woods starting your own path when there's one right here but yeah. they don't understand that like you're hitting it from a completely different premise yeah. yeah that you're not trying to go down the normal path that you don't find fulfillment or you don't find purpose going down that path because what's the point in going down a path that's already been explored yeah. you know yeah but that's it's right. scary scary to do that you know because it's all unknown because there yeah. there could be a point where you're cutting down through the woods and you see a a panther or something you know something that's but on the contrary you could also be cutting through there and see a paradise of uh fruits uh running water Mm -hmm. a stream like a spring a natural spring and there's like a a hot spring where you can like just enjoy yourself but and you only would be able to find those pieces of paradise by going off into the unknown you know i feel like we all kind of uh us three have experienced that um to some point in our lives, you know, going out to New York and all that stuff, we sure. we tapped into a gem that was scary as hell at the beginning and mm-hmm. all throughout the process. Like, I look back on those times now, 
when we're out of it and be like, those are, those are some of the dopest times. Yeah. Yeah. But if I go back in it, I'm like, I, I remember stressing out every day yeah. being so like beyond stressed where I'm like, uh, like flipping out on the people that I care about the most. Cause being scared for my life. Yeah. Like and I'm like stressed out all the time. Like, mm-hmm. but like in hindsight, I'm like, that was so, even though it was like stressful and scary and all that stuff, it was like so exhilarating and like, uh, on some level because it was, it was an adventure. Uh-huh. You know? It was new. It was totally new. new. It was new. And you know, it was up about exploring. And yeah. I feel like as artists, you have to, uh, be okay. And in fact, love the fact that you are every day exploring new territory. Yeah. yeah. In the opportunity to explore. Yeah. yeah, in music, art, whatever it is, life well, in general. And, and that's the thing is like, if you're all all your time and energy is is, um, you know, taken from you, or whether you're just spending it on whatever, like if you you could be missing out on the the miracles of life. Mm-hmm. Like when when your back is up against the wall and you're in a place you've never been in. Only in those times can you really get to recognize the miracles that unfold, mm-hmm. right? It's because you're like there is nothing else. Yeah, there's no other no thing. Other option. Yeah, there's no other distraction to keep you from recognizing like the things that could be there. But when your back is against the wall, dude, and, and you're like broke and you have nothing, you get to see how in life, like you always get what you need <laughs> mm-hmm. to get through it. You know, like yeah. what, like it'll all, like you always get fed if you're believing in what you're doing. Like you always figure out a way to make it happen. I don't know if all people are like that, but I feel like for, that's like our, that's our, that's our right as humans. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, and you recognize that only when your back is just yeah. right up against the wall and you, your <clears throat> eyes are finally open. Your ears are finally open. Yeah. Even, You're ready to finally listen at that point, yeah. you know, and say like, all right, I have no other choice. You know, I'm going to do what I got to do. Yeah. And the, and the miracles unfold. It's crazy. And it always like, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Like, and I start, I mean, it's interesting, like learning about yourself and pushing your, your limits. Cause you always will tell yourself a certain thing, but that's not always the truth necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm saying I have to pay this credit card bill. Well, I mean, I could miss the payment. Yeah. And what's going to happen? They're going to call me more. What if you miss it for two months? Mm-hmm. Three months? Four months? Six months? Yeah. Well, at about six or seven months, you go into collections. But still, what are they going to do? Are they going to come to your house? Yeah. I've gotten past the six-month mark. Yeah. And no dude. one has come to the house. Yeah. You know? So and that's what's, what's too, even happening? Like, you, like, you could literally rack up like credit card debt have it go on for six months you could stress out about it the whole time uh-huh. or just believe that it's going to get taken care of yeah and then do what you're what you're feeling inspired to do mm-hmm. and then it might just happen that right before the bill is like going into collections that you receive the full amount you need with interest you know yeah and that has happened to me you know <laughs> to where like i owed a shit shit ton of money bro i'm like okay like you know 15 to 1500 to 2000 bucks to someone i really cared about Mm-hmm. you know it gave me a year to pay him back yeah like the week of being finally due was like the only time i had fifteen hundred dollars to spare at like you know for something like that yeah and i was able to do it and it just like those types of things it's just it's incredible dude to be able to experience those types of things 
and you don't have to be stressing out because they'll, they'll take care of themselves if you're yeah. doing what you need to do. Uh-huh. You know, it'll just happen. We had a specific client, I'm not going to say his name, but has saved us so many times where, you know, a few, like a bit ago, we got into an apartment that was probably a little bit more expensive than we could have handled, but we did it because we had a, a new client that was going to be really big that we ended up losing like a month after moving. <laughs> so no, like, it was literally the day, the night before we, or the night after we signed the lease uh-huh. that he bailed. He bailed on a contract where we were, I mean, it was the biggest contract that we had had. And so, but we still have to pay for this apartment. And so, I mean, that pushed us. We were getting so many, like, we were getting clients on a regular basis and we were pulling through for a while. But like, after like, I don't know, a year and a half, maybe almost two years, it just like, we got to a point where we were putting in too much time with specific clients to where we could only handle one or two clients at a time, mm. which means we'd get one paycheck and then be dry for like three or four months because that project would take so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we just like had like one of those situations, our backs were against the wall and like, we got to pay rent. We have expenses monthly, like yeah. softwares that we use that like Dropbox, Google accounts, music bed, Squarespace, like, everything that just hits on a monthly basis to where it's like we're getting eviction notices on our door and then it'll be like the day before we have to hit a bill and then we'll just like we get hit up and homie comes through and it's just (laughs) like yo i need you i need you guys and then just periodically like then we'd work with them whatever time would go by we get back to a similar point boom Mm. come through like as some time that's so impeccable that i can't even explain it yeah where it's like as if i'm like Yo, are you like watching my life right now? Mm-hmm. Am I some sort of advanced monkey that's being like, manipulated? It forces you to ask <laughs> with your things? soul instead of your senses, you know? Uh-huh. Like you could say, oh, I, you know, I want this, I want this. Like, but when you're really in that position, dude, and you're like soul, like your soul is asking for it, you don't yeah. even have to say words, dude. <laughs> you just, you really need it, you know? You need it to come through. Yeah. I feel like in those moments, more often than not, it always does. Yeah. And it, like so you feel, I feel more grateful from those moments because like, when I get to the point where it's like, now I have like I had to move in with my family for a little bit, and I don't I can't I'm not paying for an apartment I'm not paying for anything, I'm like wow I still got a mom and a dad and these people that care about me that are like, there's people out here that don't have this that would be on mm-hmm. the streets if they were in my same situation yeah. you know yeah. so even when I have nothing how much you got bro. You go walk around. Mm-hmm. So not everyone has that gift. Yep. You can do a standing backflip. Like that's, that's how nice. gifted you are. And like all of us have those things that once everything is taken away, you realize how much you have that can't mm-hmm. even get taken away. <laughs> and then the rest is just like icing on the cake so that like dope. makes it more fun when like I'm excited to be able to give and take care of the people that I love. Like yeah. nothing feels better than like paying for a meal for someone on a regular basis like imagine yeah. every day that you go to lunch you can say let me pay for the person behind me also yeah that's and do that one thing every day because you financially can yeah you know or when you see a homeless guy you don't have to think twice you're giving a hundred bucks savage because like, you don't have to, yeah always every moment of your life yeah. like your priorities are like all right i'm in giving mode yeah. i've i'm financially free i'm good now let's before I'm even financially free, I want to be in giving mode. Yeah. I want to be giving at a burn rate at, that I'm receiving. Yeah, so dope. Like, because that's ultimately, like, my goal in life is to be happy and to be free to do what I want to be able to do. 
and um being able to like do all that is just crazy that's like so next level to comprehend because it's reality we can yeah incredible dude life is a gift what do you think happiness it what it what does happiness mean to you in in both your individual lives because i feel like i mean we were talking about this earlier but it's like there's certain things that most people strive to Mm. get in their lives whether it's like a comfortable job you know Mm -hmm. but uh all of us have have kind of been in those scenarios before and not have been haven't been totally fine with that you know Mm -hmm. as most people would so i feel like underneath the hood there's more fulfillment that needs for each of us you know Mm -hmm. yeah so what do you think that fulfillment or happiness it looks like in your own lives Mm. i feel i feel like for me it's doing what i want with who i want well dope also kind of goes with like the whole freedom thing like having the freedom to wake up in the morning and i'm my own boss the only reason why i'm doing the things i need to do in my morning routine and my journaling everything is because i know that i i'm holding myself accountable for being the best that i can be and then being able to just create as i will with no like no restrictions like and be able to get do do certain ideas that like only i can create yeah, with yeah. my unique perspective and be able to like express myself originality right there yeah that's happiness for me that's dope and with who who i want to do it with too is like because i mean it's like if you find yourself surrounding if you're surrounding yourself with people that you don't like to be around and you're in an environment where you're not happy like how are you you need to change your environment mm-hmm. and just like having people that you do you can think it's your outer environment with. or would you change your inner environment you know like your inner dialogue i mean i i think you have to change your inner dialogue in order to change your outer dialogue that's dope super yeah. dope. i mean not directly like yeah of course you can change your like yeah. outer but if you want to <laughs> like make an actual change of path of your life mm-hmm. to go from not happier to happy and doing what you need to do to be happy you have to start with yourself mm-hmm I agree with that a million percent. Like we all can control our own little corner of the universe. Mm-hmm. So if you can <laughs> fully control that, then and we're all just holding ourselves accountable and doing that. Yeah. There's so much like power in that and what you can do. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I think that there's a, what Mike said is you can like, in order to change your outer environment, uh, change your inner environment. And I think it also works vice versa where in order mm. to change your inner environment, you you can change your outer environment. Yeah. So like if you are just experiencing really negative thoughts from your peers or something, get out of the environment, you know, because yeah. like physically, you, like yeah, physically go. leave the environment, you know, because sometimes you're just around toxic people yeah. and whether that be fa- family, friends, whatever it is, like or just coworkers, like it can be, it can really be the environment sometimes, and it's just about leaving it. But uh-huh. most people, I feel like, forget that because we live in such a culture that's like, uh, like it's all like how like you perceive it, or like it's uh, all this stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, and like we we're talking about that earlier too, with, with like how, like, 
for me, I'm focusing right now on a lot of changing my outer environment through action and doing it by like, like for running, like before I could just sit in a room and say, I'm a runner, I'm a runner, I'm a runner. And maybe I'd be able to get to the point of like believing that inter- like internally. Mm-hmm. And then maybe that would motivate me to go be a runner. But mm-hmm. I'm playing around with the idea of running every single day, whether I want to or not. And like if I do that for three months or something, odds are pretty good that like I'm going to start to feel like a runner. Because why running. else would I be out there running every single day? Like yeah. you kind of trick your brain into doing those things. Yeah. And I feel like so you can benefit by using your inner dialogue to change things but also actually doing things in your outer world when you don't want to do them like just forcing yourself to do these things uh and then it starts to work on you you know you work on your outer environment and the outer environment just the embodiment of yeah like just embody embody whatever you're trying to do you know if you're trying to be a guitar player then playing guitar every single day yeah whether you want to or not because like there's going to be days where you don't want to, but like yeah, your fingers are going to be bleeding. Yeah. But like you just keep doing it. Or you it, might feel like in, insignificant in doing yeah, it. Like, you yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like what's the point of doing this? Yeah. Like whatever. But like those compound on each other and then it gets to the point where now it's like you, like you feel like you're a guitar player and you're not, you're not yeah. BSing at all because like when you're inside a room meditating and you're like, I'm a guitar player. I'm a, there's still a part of you that's like, mm. But yeah, like you're not John Mayer. Eh, you didn't do, <laughs> like you didn't play the guitar today though, or like yeah. for the past two weeks you didn't play the guitar. But yeah. like if you're doing it every single day, then I feel like your mind and your brain kind of like accepts. Like it finally like after a few weeks or months, it starts to just be like okay, whatever. He's a guitar player. Like we yeah. get it. We get it. You know. And it's like doesn't even need to be a lot every day. But yeah. going for it every day yeah. is a five big minutes. Part. Yeah, five minutes yeah. a day. That's a goal. Like pick it up and pluck around. Yeah, that's lit. Yeah. That's an incredible goal. You know, starting, you know, having goals like that. I think that's like aligned with what my idea of happiness is. You know, I think happiness, dude, it's not about like achieving some sort of external reality where like you're super, like everything you in, like want is there externally for you or like like feeling like you're going to move into a place that's going to make you feel excellent, you know, some big mansion or something like that's not happiness for me. Like happiness for me is like just working and learning, working Mm -hmm. on something and learning and accepting what is in front of me. Yeah. Accepting reality Uh and accepting the negativity or whatever is in front of me, trying to, you know, like I'm here now, but what are you gonna do about it? Yeah, like you just, can only blame yourself for the situation that you're currently in. Yeah, you got you're the one that got yourself there. Cause, dude, I've I've had to like break through these last few days and understanding like I've had limiting beliefs of like, all right, if I live in a certain environment, I won't be able to progress and work in the way that I want to, mm. that I think I'm capable of, that I think my potential allows me to. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like. If I'm living with my dad, for example, you know, mm-hmm. maybe I think like, oh, I'm just not in the right environment. I need my own space where I can create and kind of do me. Yeah. But like that is totally just a, a constraint belief. of the mind, you know. And I want to be like happiness for me is accepting where I'm at mm-hmm. and making the most of it. Yeah. Every single time, you know, yeah. and, and trying to be consistent in that. Like yeah. uh-huh. that's the ultimate happiness for me and the acceptance of whatever that brings. And like if you can get to that. 
Because uh-huh. happiness ain't easy in my mind. No. It's like something, it's like, takes practice, mm-hmm. you know? I feel like, um, uh, happiness to me is like, all right, yeah, it's like difficult in the sense that I feel like it's not something that you can just achieve like, like that. Uh, even if all the situations and external like stimulus was in your environment that would like allow people to be more happy on paper, you know, Mm -hmm. but I feel like happiness and fulfillment are something that's like, takes like years and years and decades. Like it's what your life is ultimately about is like getting to the end of it and feeling like, it's not, it's not a noun. It's a verb in my mind. Yeah. It's an act of it's an, doing yeah, it. It's, a, it's, it's, it's doing something. It's in doing of it. Mm-hmm. Like, continuously doing it. It's not something that's a thing. Yeah. Like, it, I, you know? Yeah. I feel like it's, like... Or like a place. In like a, or a person. A relationship with another person. Uh, like a love relationship. Um, committed relationship. It's like, you don't just... Like, people say, like, I've fallen in love with this person or we're in love as if it's, like, a state that's permanent and mm-hmm. it's, like, always there. But – or it's, like, something that you get to, you know? Yeah. And it's, like, a thing. Oh, yeah, once like, I get this, yeah, uh, then, I, then where I'll be happy. a lot of like... relationships fail and where I have in the past with other relationships is thinking that it's a permanent thing and that, like, oh, we're in love. We've been dating for this many years we're in love like mm-hmm. the, everyone can agree that we're in love and all this stuff and that we're like it's a thing you know but and that idea and that belief system lends you to think that you don't have to work on it anymore and so like real love is like something that's growing and evolving and it's moving it's energy that's pushing out in this way and it's, like all yeah. this stuff and you have to learn and adapt and with all of the adaption it grows into a stronger thing and it's something that like over the course of its lifetime will you'll experience more fulfillment from it knowing you went through all of the things and like knowing that it was like a building upon it wasn't just something that you got you know and like that's where i kind of like place my understanding of happiness and fulfillment is that like it's something that you're always working on and it's like something that you're gonna look at when you're 55 and be like this is like a more mature version of happiness and fulfillment than i had when i was 26 Mm -hmm. you know because it's something that you're actively working on every single day it's not something that's just like uh given to you or that you just like adopted one day Mm -hmm. or that you said like i'm happy you know like yeah it's not something that you can just like decide upon. I feel like you like on some ways you can like you can be like I can accept that there are certain situations in my life that I'm just going to be happy with. But I also don't want to ever like have the mentality that because I feel like I don't want to use the word accept as a word that stops me from growing like uh you know, some people say, I'm going to accept the situation that I'm in. And, but in that, and they'll be, like, confined to that situation for the rest of their life. Yep. But I feel like accepting a situation, I think in the terms that you explained it or, like, how I received it, is, like, this is what I got, and I'm going to accept it in the sense of this is what I got to work with, yeah. and this is going to be my starting point yeah. to go wherever I want to go. Well, like, dude, and, like the, like, the concept is just, like, can you be dropped anywhere with nothing – and build from that. Yeah. 
and be happy, you know, yeah. and accept the reality there. Because mm-hmm. I've been in all sorts of different places, you know, and each one has required me to like accept a certain level of the situation and still achieve or try to achieve happiness throughout it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It just leads to a lot of growth in my mind, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Because it takes discipline to try to, like, understand how certain situations can benefit us in in the moment, you mm-hmm. know? Like, maybe living in a certain situation is going to cause you to produce more work to get out of the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, go that extra mile. And happiness is dropping yourself in and not knowing what the hell is going to happen, but taking the actions every single day and having thoughts every single day that allow you to grow, you know, build. Yeah. I feel like your environment, uh, wherever you're placed, requires you to be a different version of yourself in order to deal with that environment. Because, like, both of you guys have lived outside of Utah. Uh, for extended periods of time Mm -hmm. do you feel like you like when you're in new york it's like there's a new version of cal that comes out or a different version of mike that comes out in order to successfully deal with the surroundings that you find yourself in Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm more able to freely express myself without caring like because when i when i first moved out to new york i was 18 and when i think of who i was when i was 18 and who i am right now I'm, I feel like a totally different person. And it was because I feel like I, I mean, almost, I almost learned how to be myself by first practicing in an environment where I don't have to think about bumping into somebody I know. Mm-hmm. Or, and all those thoughts just disappear because it's like no one has time to focus on anyone else. Everyone's focusing on themselves. There will be a bare naked lady in Times Square. With the American flag on her nipples, <laughs> or whatever you so like, you can get away with. I mean, you can just do whatever you want. It doesn't like it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. And you just come to that learning of like, this is my life that I gotta live. Why am I gonna let what someone else thinks dictate anything that I do? Yeah. And why would I not just like fully express myself in every situation? Yeah. Why in only some situations? getting more and more bold and then doing it and more and more until eventually it's just like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. It's like the, what goes with polarity, the take it or leave it. Yeah. Which is terrifying. Yeah. But it's so worth it. I think that in order to like, what comes with being bold is a uh, amount of comfortableness and self-acceptance with yourself internally. Mm-hmm. Because in order to like, go out on a pedestal and claim boldly whatever you want to claim takes a inner conviction that whatever happens, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what that is, Fuck it. <laughs> what yeah. that is, is a like self esteem and understanding that like, uh, like I don't need your guys's opinions. Uh-huh. Like it's not coming from a place of like, uh, desperate, like being desperate, like, yeah. like, Oh, I really need your approval. No, yeah. It's like, and it's not, it's not also coming from the, cause I feel like it's a spectrum of like, oh, I really need your approval. And then mm-hmm. on this side, it's like, yeah, screw you. What? A, but I mm-hmm. feel like it's in the middle of just not caring mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Cause there's caring on this spectrum where it's like, I need your approval. There's also caring on this of like, I really need you to like, uh, do, be a certain way or yeah. whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. But in the middle, it's just like, this is what it is. 
you're you like you either understand it or whatever but it's not putting any any energy into either one of the sides you know it's like caring about your caring about yourself enough to not care about what other people think yeah because you care about yourself yeah more well and and like understanding too that that's not gonna like in your mind like you have this inner world and this outer world let's say you have two Mm -hmm. you know and if what you're picturing on your inner world like that will make you happy is like a house or like going somewhere like oh i'm gonna move to this place like i'm gonna get happy or whatever it's gonna be dope there you Uh know (laughs) like you do show up to that place and you do experience happiness for to some degree for some point Mm -hmm. of time but eventually it for me at least it like kind of dissipates because the object itself becomes normal or the surroundings become normal Mm -hmm. and it doesn't give me the same feeling that brought me happiness that it did before yeah so like if that's the case then like what is true happiness that means it doesn't have to do with those types of things although those types Mm -hmm. of experiences can generate yeah can generate it that's interesting because this inner world pictures happiness of this outer world Uh and once it achieves it it happens for for a moment or quite a few moments but then it becomes normal and the happiness goes away you know like the the feeling that you thought you'd get from from it forever is now not there anymore yeah you know and you have to go find something else right Mm -hmm. but what if we could just like change our perception of what happiness is on the inner world right of like of it being a state of yeah being every day more of a joyous expression of yourself every single day in the way that you move through all the chaos of the world you know but yeah it's it's crazy but going to places and doing those types of things it is valuable you know, yeah. but I'm just saying it's not something that's going to bring you long-term right. happiness for the rest of your life. Yeah. I feel like another way that I like to look at it is like, I like to take a Buddhist perspective on it sometimes and just be like, uh, like a very Zen Buddhist way of like looking at it where it's just like, I'm here. I'm aware that I'm here. That's enough to be happy. But I like to go a step further and be like, okay, now what, you know? Cause like, uh, there's this Buddhist saying that it's like, uh, before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water after enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. And so it, that's all to say that like, before you're enlightened, you're working, you're doing your nine to five, whatever after enlightenment, you're still doing all that stuff. You're just doing it from an enlightened place of mind. Uh And so like, uh, like I get to the point of being like happy or just like life is, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. But now what? Like, I feel like we came into this life to do and experience and like, uh, we're not just meant my personal opinion. We're not just meant to sit around and chill and enjoy, you know, like we are, but beyond that, like yeah. we are supposed to have great meals. What do we're, you guys think like the purpose of us is like as humans? I, I, I mean, I explained on our other Colorado episode my personal opinion. Because I think it. about that a lot. I don't know if you guys do, but that's a crazy uh-huh. concept. My, like, what, a, what a purpose as a human is. I'll just do my in two seconds okay. or whatever, what mine is. So I feel like there's a universal consciousness that is what people call God or the universe or whatever. The source. The, the source. There's a million different names you can put on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
which is just pure potentiality as energy. And we are individual manifestations of that universal consciousness, all individualized into various bodies, you know? Via evolution, where we have evolved from and where we are evolving towards as a single source growing. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like we are all like um experiencing the god the universe whatever you call it is experiencing itself through each one of us individually Mm. and the more experiences and exploration and things that we learn throughout our individual lives goes back to the universal consciousness and raises kind of like the the whole water level of the whole thing and so each one of our individual lives is purposeful in the sense that every single lesson we learn every single thing we learn every single thing that we experience goes back and serves a purpose in helping like the the whole universal consciousness uh like be more you know Uh and like uh to expand yeah kind of yeah to expand and evolve like uh over like if you just look at all of like humanity and everything not just humanity but everything as like uh, one big organism almost and we all shoot down from wherever we're coming from in the end of the earth like and we live out our individual individual lives like oh nikola tesla just came up with this other uh, like new um way of generating energy like that knowledge is now there and it's now able to be used by everyone yeah. and it like that brings up everyone and it brings up the expansion of comes, everything and uh-huh. so like the more that we like evolve shoot up with those <laughs> the more that we evolve individually it brings up the whole consciousness of uh mm. the whole thing the and awareness so, the awareness of everything and Whoa. so like the actual like, i feel like our lives serve that purpose in that sense but also like on the other hand like um there's like the the side of me that looks at it from a pure evolutionary standpoint that we are just meat bodies that serve no purpose at all we're just <laughs> so, involved uh, I, I like that happened yeah yeah I, I like to well you're better off like choosing the one that pushes you like yeah, grow yeah, right yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> like whether whether the reality is different or like what like regardless of the outcome like the reality is off, that we don't know yeah like you're so better off and, doing something yeah, that's yeah. you know requires some yeah, energy yeah right? yeah that's funny that's you? awesome what about you guys i don't know do you just i mean it? i feel like that pretty much like to evolve to like yeah create and express myself and to like learn as much as I can from, from whatever it is that I need to learn about because I've gotten to where I am by doing what I need to, to evolve same way that you got to where you have to do what you need to do. We all have our own separate routes that we've gone and that we can help each other on and to give each other tips on like, Oh, you want to learn guitar? I got you. Oh, I want to learn about uh, marketing. You got me. Like it's like mutually beneficial relationships and to just keep on like pushing that like progress yeah. you know being able to see progress like to like flip through my journal and see progress from like 6 months ago and like this last month like yeah. feels good like it makes me happier that's dope so i feel like that's the purpose myself. it's just the progress mm-hmm. yeah. behind it all yeah like the individualized progress yeah. i guess that's cuz it's going to be different Unique, for every single original, person yeah. cuz we need help everywhere yeah. not just in one, not just in the lane of music or yeah. sass or podcasts or dolphins or UFOs, yeah. but wherever. Yeah, dude, that's really pretty aligned with what I would say. Like, 
really just um, reaching like the utmost human potential that you can. You know, like be how, your best self. Yeah, like to really reach the pinnacle. Yeah. Of who you can be. Mm-hmm. And like you, like internally, you know how to get there. You know that you can be more. That yeah. you could do more. That you can. Because you've you, become more than you've been. Yeah, before. and it's not that you necessarily need to like do more physically or do whatever, but maybe it's just tapping in more to the side of you that that's been hidden for a long time, you know? Mm-hmm. But once you tap into it, it's just like, you know, that's the purpose of, mm-hmm. it's just it, like, I don't know, flowing with whatever that source is, that creator. Yeah. You know, in this book, you the, get out of your way in this book. It's like that the, the creator or source or God, whatever you want to call it is like the thing that's sitting near the, the grass blade, and shouting grow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? Yep. The invisible force that's laying yeah. right beside the, the blade of grass that's yelling grow. Yeah. Grow. <laughs> grow. And then it actually happening, right? Yeah. And for me, like to reach the highest pinnacle, it's tapping into that whatever that is mm-hmm. that, that wants us to grow or that wants everything to grow, evolve and change. Mm-hmm. That flow, you know, because the, the the physical world is everything's changing. Yeah. yeah. Your TV on the wall is collecting dust, therefore yeah. changing. Yeah. Everything is changing all seconds, and it's, almost it's, always. Everything it's, is always. Changing. It's breaking down. Yeah, it's breaking every single millisecond. Yeah. We just books are breaking down. Like everything we see is breaking down and it's changing over time. Or it's growing. Like that growing. plant. That plant is growing. Like we are either growing or we're breaking down too. We're not. Yeah. Nothing is just stagnant or static. You mm-hmm. know, flat. Yeah, nothing's just chilling. Even though it looks like it is, we are only, like, we only think it's static because it's moving at a rate that we can't perceive. Yeah, perceive. But it's still, you know. You're talking atoms yeah. and molecules, <laughs> you know. We have limited perceptions. Yeah. Yeah. Limited by our senses. Yeah, yeah. and that's Each the thing, Each of those senses are, senses are limited. Like yeah. Our vision, our hearing, our feeling, tasting. But it's crazy that a lot of the people that are the greatest thinkers, like, their secret was shutting off the senses, yeah. you know, to be able to tap into whatever that is, mm-hmm. you know, like Nikola Tesla, like he. Do you want... so, sorry to cut you off. No, what up? In that book, in the book that I'm reading, and it's similar to like Neville Goddard and all that stuff, but he, like, they all have this belief that your inner world is like the real world. Wow. In mm-hmm. the sense that everything begins in the inner world and manifests externally. And so people like the great people like that, if you are, if you are living so much in the outer world, you are by nature seeing only through your senses. And that is factually limited. We all know. And deceitful. Yeah. Oftentimes. We all know this by now. And so, but if you can close them off through this, why meditation is so valuable and like, uh, it has been throughout so many thousands of years is that it shuts off every sense mm-hmm. to the most part you know sight being one of the biggest ones but like when you can like get to the point where you can visualize and imagine things in your mind as clearly as you can see them like you have a power that like the great people have developed you know yeah, yeah. and you're able to like bring things in a manifestation a lot quicker because you're like creating it first in here, you know, you're visualizing. You're yeah. Visualizing and and learning it. how to do that is not necessarily an easy thing, Mm-mm. but yeah. I think like if, it, if the potential is there for every single human 
and we've heard stories of like people that have completely tapped into that universal consciousness or that river that flows and being able to receive from that and just be like like you were saying earlier mike the instrument right yeah as like the person mm-hmm. and letting like and and the crazy part is is like eventually the discipline for some of these people doesn't even require like action on closing off your senses it's a walking way of life yeah when you're working your senses are not in control right they're just the they're just the extension to the or like to the consciousness right mm-hmm. it's like the computer right it's like it's just the the I, I don't know the best way to explain it, but just it's just the map and I feel like where they're kind the of just player. like tools to yeah, use, like you know? tools, like yeah, and being able to tap into like because everything you know could be a potential tool, mm. and and us as like creators and people that can create things, like all the greatest ones ever, they they're able to con- tap into whatever that is that creates on its own, you know yeah. that that's always moving and like because everything is just changing with or without us here, mm-hmm. and. Like, that seems to be the purpose of life without humans, right? Is to, like, grow and change and yeah. expand yeah, and then die. Mm-hmm. Everything lives and it dies, goes through a life-death cycle, mm-hmm. right? And, like, I feel like the more we can be aligned with that, like, the more purposeful our life will be. Yeah. yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. Life is about growing. I mean, you look at the trees outside and it tells you that. Yeah, man. You look at the animals, the other animals, they're growing. Like, it's not just humans to grow. Even like, the, life is about growth. Yeah. Even the mountains are growing on some scale. They're still being pushed up, you know? Uh-huh. It's just, like, I don't know what the rate is, but like an inch every few years or something. Like, it's that slow, but we don't we don't see it, you know? Bro, it's like, uh, it's like fractals and thinking of everything that grows, like... Life, mountains, planets, solar systems, galaxies. We just combined it. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what the term is with the Adromina. Adrama. I'm also butchering the name. Galaxy recently, like started oh, to form yeah, with them, yeah, yeah. and it's a, like a multi-million or billion-year process to fully whatever. <clears throat> but we've just barely made, and it's like even our galaxies are expanding and growing. Yeah. So it's insane. It's like and- go with the go with it yeah and don't fight that yeah yeah like don't don't fight, be afraid don't fight like don't go up the river don't uh-huh. try to swim up the river yeah like learn how to just ride with it yeah you know and no like i have no idea what i'm doing mm-hmm. but it's the idea that that is a reality that exists and there's a potential to get there yeah full time you know mm-hmm. and whatever is required to get there is like accepted and like whatever ideas and inspiration that come to me from that river, maybe I act upon them, you know, it's like you produce the quality, I'll produce the quantity, you know, with yeah. the source. It's like, <laughs> give me the good one. And I'll, yeah. You I'll give me the it. good and I'll produce the volume. It's yeah. like the human down here, <laughs> you know, you give me the quality. <laughs> the good idea. And then yeah, we're gonna... I'll do the volume, you yeah. know, and just a, a matter of accepting that, you know, and figuring out how to tap into that. Like, that's, that seems to be my ultimate goal for life or my like idea of what life is all about. But I also realized that that's like totally asinine to a lot of people. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's the reason that I can't like 
like like fathoming a relationship is like so hard for me because I'm like, yo, I could not end up, like I could not imagine like having someone else here, putting someone else through like all the unnecessary pain and agony that I create for myself to yeah. explore the depths of like human potential. Right, right. <laughs> you know? It's like yeah. I wouldn't want anyone else to go through that without them like wanting to spend their life on it, you know? Uh-huh. And a lot of people just don't. Like, they want to enjoy their experience in a different way, and that's, like, happiness and their purpose to them. Totally cool. Mm -hmm. But for me, dude, like, I think the people that made a dent are, like, like that's that's the goal, right? It's, like, really leave a footprint, make mm -hmm. a dent to some degree. Yeah. Raise yeah. the awareness. Yeah. Yeah, like, that unconscious awareness, just bring that up. Yeah. And it's, like, just do it. Just yeah. Do it, yeah. Shia LaBeouf was right. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone made fun of him. What's up with that? Nike's got it. They've been they've been having got it. <laughs> We've got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what's dope is when you start doing it, you start to see progress, and that's proof of the evolution of yeah. the growth. Mm -hmm. You don't start getting better at making music until you start making music, recording it, and like making it. And then after you make it, you listen to it, you change it. You're like, oh, I don't like the way that this sounds in my car speakers. Yeah. That's what I always do is I'll export a project out, listen to it in my car for a while before I lay down any vocals or anything like that. And then after I've been sitting on it for, bro, I got stuff I've been sitting on for over a year. Ooh, okay. The edit isn't finished. <laughs> that like, because it keeps on keeps evolving Pro as you start growing. doing it. You yeah. know, like. And you start getting better at it and learning the little things. But, like, you're not going to get to that point until you start. Like, you have to start to get to that point of growth. Yep. If you don't start, then there's no growth. Yep. But if you start, next thing you know, you're looking back and you're like, dang, I'm looking fit today. Yeah. I may have had been hiding underneath a, a layer or two. Yeah. But, like, I've changed. I've grown. Or mm -hmm. my art. Now, this animation of someone doing a WAP is really bad, but let me, I'm going to show you an animation in a year, and you'll yeah. compare it with that and tell me if I've grown or not. And For sure. Like, it goes like that with everything. Yeah. It's, it's so special. It's yeah. a WAP. Yeah. <laughs> like a brony in a pot. <laughs> Bro, I love how, like, free music is. Free, okay, free in the sense, not of, like, how much it costs or whatever, but free in the way that you can express yourself by words, sounds, textures, instruments, samples, inspirations that you've gotten, bringing it into the music in whatever way to make something that's, like, a needle point of what you are. Like, mm -hmm. it's that specific. It's like, someone listens to it and they're like, holy crap, that's the it's most like, cow thing I've ever heard. It's like a yeah. secret <laughs> gateway to say the things that you'd never say in like a public place yeah, yeah. <laughs> right it's like being able to like really express yourself in a way that you wouldn't like be able to in the real reality of things it's like capturing this version of yourself yeah you know that has potential uh-huh <laughs> it's so sick and like, by like releasing music you're letting a fan base also go along with your growth and your journey yeah like when i think of when i first started listening to tyler was like like his Wolf album, and you know, I listen to that versus Cherry Bomb, Flower Boy, uh, Igor. They've they've evolved, and you've been able to like grow with that artist. Like he's been putting music out publicly since he was like sixteen. Crazy. And now he's I don't know twenty seven, twenty eight. 
that's like 10 years of growth that he's able to share with the world just because he was like letting it out. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't keeping it to himself. He was like pushing it out. Yeah, and it wasn't that doesn't suppressing mean, it. Like wasn't shoving it back down. Yeah, just like, no. that doesn't mean like taking everyone's advice on it or taking people's thoughts on it or no, it's not that at all. But it's putting it out for yourself. Let it sit on it and then with time it will change. You'll have a different taste. What inspired you in a year is going to be different from what inspired you right now yeah. to create totally different things over time. If Tyler were to like back to back be like, I'm going to make Bastard, I'm going to make Cherry Bomb, I'm going to make Wolf, I'm going to make Cherry Bomb, I'm going to make uh, Flower Boy, I'm going to make Igor, he wouldn't have gotten to Igor. He would have gotten five Bastards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it would be from the same. Because it would have been the same time, same person, same thing. Yeah. But if he yeah. made Bastard and waited three years, then made Fla- Wolf, yeah. that's totally different from Bastard. Waited three, two years, then Cherry Bomb, totally different. Two years, Flower Boy, totally different. And then Igor, totally different. So dope. And it's like, that wouldn't have happened if he was just keeping it to himself. Yeah. <laughs> and it also like just takes time to get to that level of greatness with certain things. Yeah, and commitment to it. And, and commitment, yeah. You know? And like lowering, like the, lowering that threshold, or like not threshold, but like that, that hump to go over to, to accomplish it you know mm-hmm. making it less of a thing in your mind yeah and just doing it you know uh-huh like not really thinking about the reward or like what it actually is it's just a matter of committing to it and just doing it every single day like doing it like in the moment yeah in the moment just present you know yeah and especially like with songwriting if you have a a process that you know how to do it then doing it is just hopping in and doing the first thing then you do do the next thing but if you don't have a process it's like there's like, a car there, just drive it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not gonna happen. Yeah. But then if you have a process, you start refining it. You start yeah. getting better. You start making it unique and more yourself, based on your circumstances, because it's your process that you've developed. Yeah, and that's just evolution. That's growth. That's what it's all about. Those are some sick socks. Are they stance? Oh, thank you. No, I think they're just some like uh, some off brand. Stance owns the market, but I feel like yeah. there's room to come in. But I mean, stripes, dude. Stripes are always the game. Love the stripes, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about stripes, but I dig stripes. I'm about always. stripes. Yeah. Well, it's been a late conversation. Yeah, it's probably a good place to wrap it up. It's been like an hour. Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> first of many. Yeah, oh, you're yeah. first uh, go... guest on the podcast. Oh, yeah. We're about to start. Uh, I was also just saying first count. Like, yeah, you'll be yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Oh, Definitely. Liddy, well, I appreciate it. This is dope. And prepare, world. Like, we're coming at you heavy. Yeah, we got a lot we're of We're coming ideas. at you heavy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're coming at you heavy. and Don't sleep. In 100 years, this podcast is going to be like in, like, you know, at the end of Interstellar, where there's like the museum of his home. Of all the little things, you know, and people are, like, on a future planet or, like, going through looking at his different things, you know? This, like, pos- this podcast, this audio clip specifically, is like, like, <laughs> a little button that some, like, future alien kid pushes to learn about us. <laughs> maybe, so maybe not 100 years, probably 1,000 years. No, it'll something. happen, dude. You never know. But yeah. there's a purpose behind everything that's going on here. So be prepared, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, peace. All right, catch on the flip. Catch on the flip.